What's going on? Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Bonsai Popcast. I'm your host, Mike. Hello. I'm your host, Tyler. Hello. That's right. Also. And today is, is Popcast Day. Also what? Monday. The 7th. <laughs> also Monday. Is that that's <laughs> your... That was your addition to that? Oh, I thought that's what you were asking. I thought you <laughs> I thought you forgot what day it was. <laughs> no, I know I know what day it is. It's Popcast Day, dude. Well, there you it's go. The, it's the day of the podcast. Look at it, look at all those, look at all those Papu emotes. You know what we should do? What we should we should put out a notification on uh on our new favorite app, Threads. Threads. God, you know I gotta say Threads is Threads is kind of weak sauce. I feel like it changes every day. Like sometimes, sometimes I can pick following. Sometimes I can pick for you, and then a lot of the times it just doesn't let me do. It doesn't let me do it. I don't know what the fuck a deal is. The, the, there we go. The okay, one thing loaded. I don't like about it is that it doesn't seem like you can direct message people. I don't fucking know, man. I don't know. Which which is uh, weird. Like, that should be... I mean, I understand they have Instagram where you can do that, and they're linked, I guess, I assume. But it seems like it should have its own messaging like app, app as well, you know? Yeah, if if it's here to put the finger in the butt of Twitter, then it should be putting its finger in Twitter's butt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But instead, it's like kind of not doing good stuff that Twitter does. Yeah. Whatever. I, I mean, I we'll, we'll see what happens. I'm not worried about X uh, and their uh, decreasing uh, following on their platform anymore really yeah i'm happy to not really have to deal with it i only check it like once a week just to see has anybody messaged us because like some people do reach out to us on twitter specifically uh like our contact for viz for example i don't know dude i swore off of it i, I deleted it i'm not checking it I, I'm i i'm only I, checking I, it for direct messages that's it mm. uh because because I, I don't want to miss something like that uh right but that's everything fair. else who cares you know yeah I mean, we might just want to put our. I don't. Why is my my camera's being wonky? But yeah. Anyway, um, we might just want to put like our like our business email up in there and just fucking call it a call it a thing. That's not about it. Um, we could definitely do that. Yeah. Uh, that's what. I, that's what. I, yeah, we should just do that. In terms of other uh, cringe things, have you seen this NPC trend that's going on? No. Really? What, what are you talking about? You haven't. Okay. So there, there's this new trend on TikTok. That are people pretending to be NPCs? Uh, okay, and they'll they'll oh yes, I have. You know, they'll have like a little like, like a little dance. You know, yes, of like it's, waiting. It's kind of the worst thing. And, and then yeah, somebody can can uh, send them an ice cream emoji that costs three dollars, and they go, oh, ice cream, nan 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 nan. You know what I'm talking about? That sort of thing. Yeah, they're pretending they're pretending to be AI. I think is what the mm-hmm. is what the thing is. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's horrible. So I was watching some videos on this because uh, there's a lot of creators that are making funny content on it right now uh Mm -hmm. and i was like oh but there is one sphere of that that has not been taken yet that we could take and make okay tons of money okay the npj mike the np what the fuck is okay what is this? the non-player jew (laughs) we could have our own bagel emotes we could get me a rabbi uniform right and then uh-huh. we have bagel emotes. Any fish is oh, go filter the fish. You know something like that. <laughs> oh my god! We could have. What do you mean you forgot the four questions? Oi, <laughs> gavolt! Oi, gavolt! 
dude yeah it's so for those who haven't seen it it is like <sighs> it is extremely cringe and and i don't understand why people are spending their money on it i, I guess they just like controlling hot girls it's because this world is broken, Tyler. This is a broken existence that we're living in. We are slowly slipping into fucking the end times, Tyler. This is what's happening. We are slowly declining as a species. Uh, the the massive amount of information that's coming through social media is fucking our minds to oblivion. And we, there's no money. There's no money to be made in this fucking country. The billionaires have all of it. Yet we get we get our fucking pittance. And the motherfuckers are spending it on people pretending to be artificial intelligence, even though they're real. It's, it's the worst existence. It's the worst timeline. It's the worst it's timeline. Not, it's not a great timeline. But we we can play Remnant 2 on stream, just like Icarus wants us to. And that'll make it that'll make it better. <laughs> I, haven't gotten a, I haven't gotten a hard request from you. You're like, we, we should do it. We should do it. But not once have you been like, let's do it and do it now. Well, you haven't bought the game yet. That's true. Well, I'm waiting for you to buy me the game. Why would I buy you the game? Because you want me to play it, and I don't have any money. I'm not paying you fucking $50 to buy the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I guess it's just not going to happen. We got Street Fighter Six all day, every day. It's just going to be the way it is. See, Devin wants me to somebody, stream It Takes Two. Somebody buy, Mike, uh, Remnant 2, and apparently It Takes Two also, so that we can play it on stream. <laughs> no, Devin's, Devin's going Devin's gonna to buy that one. Anyway... Um, yeah, I don't know, man. This, this, this NPC fucking thing is, it's, it's, Dude, people in it's the like chat, that, though, they're excited about the MPJ. They think it's great. I think it's great too, honestly. The, the non player Jew. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be good. Oh, God. You can send them, you can send them, uh, you can send them pollen emotes. Dude, Icarus says drop complain. your cash app and he's going to send you the remnant money. There you go. Mm hmm. If this is your first sponsor podcast, Tyler is Jewish. Mm -hmm. <laughs> know that know that we are not anti-Semites in any way. No, it's just uh, I could just pretend to be my dad and it would be great. Yeah. Just just remember, Jew belong, my friends. Somebody somebody sends you a, a, a you know a dish or a meal in the chat, a meal emoji or or a food emoji, and you're like, this isn't hot enough. <laughs> this isn't this isn't kosher. Come on. What type of establishment are you running here? <laughs> Has a rabbi blessed your emojis? I don't know. <laughs> so uh, there's actually quite a bit to talk about. Um, I I was I was listening to news and I was like, oh man, this all sounds super duper fucking boring and dumb. So I went and I found my own news, which is uh, considerably less boring and dumb. But yeah, I mean, we're dealing with the same old shit. Uh, did you see? Did you see um, Joe Biden's new fucking meme no. that, that he put out? He he's like. <laughs> So he's like, he's like taking a sip of coffee and he's like, I like my coffee dark. And then he puts the coffee mug down and it's got dark Brandon on it. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and it's, it, I guess they're selling those coffee mugs. And I was, me and Devin were watching it. We were laughing and I was like, dude, it would have been so funny if he was like, I like my coffee. Like I like my vice president's <laughs> dark. <laughs> That's the thing, right? That's the thing, you know. Kamala Harris, oh. not the best. Uh, Joe I Biden, oldest shit. If if a vote, like I'm really concerned. I'm really concerned about this whole process that uh, that's going on with you know. Obviously, we've seen the Democrats do this time and time again, where they put them they they put their party behind 
uh, like legacy candidates, you right. know, they, they yeah. put their party behind the, the Clintons, they put their party behind Biden, they put their, you know, whatever. I think, I think Obama was the most out of left field guy that we've ever gotten. I mean, maybe that's just me. Maybe it was because I was too young, but I was not aware of like anything that Obama had done before he just willy nilly no, like I think that's into fair. the presidency. I, I think that's yeah. fair. Um, you know, he's definitely, he's not a lineage, uh, family name or anything like that. It's no Kennedy. No, you know? it's no Kennedy. It's no Clinton. You know, yeah. he, he's definitely came out of left field. And I, I mean, I don't know. We weren't alive long enough to see the last person that was like that before him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, who? Jimmy Carter? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, because it was Carter and then Reagan, right? Carter, Reagan, Bush, Clinton, Bush, Obama, Trump. Right. Biden. Right. Yeah. But the thing is, so Biden's old as shit, dude. Like, he's been, like, having trouble. So if he wins again, which, like, nobody really wants him to run again, right? Because, like, he's run on... The reason people want him to run is so that Trump doesn't win. Trump doesn't win. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Literally anybody but Trump. Right. You could put anybody in that damn seat and they would win. So, like, just get fucking Obama out of there because... Or not Obama. Bring Obama back. <laughs> like, can't, dude. Maybe. Can't. I don't know. I mean, th- that's the thing, too, is, like, you know, obviously, like, no, no president... No president is perfect, but, like, Democrats have their own issues. You know, the way that they spend money on, you know, the military and stuff like that, like, it's it's kind of ironic that, you know, whenever we have a Democrat in office, we're almost always engaged in some kind of armed conflict, you know, or, like, some kind of, like, proxy war and shit like that. Like, the stuff we're doing with Ukraine. Like... There's a point where you're just giving too many weapons, you know, like let somebody fucking else do it. Right. Like, yeah, you know, for let, real. yeah, let let Europe bear the load for a while. Like I am down for helping Ukraine. Russia should be pushed out of Ukraine. Absolutely. But like, you know, when we have this massive amount of inflation and the gas prices are rising and the, you know, the housing market is totally fucked and, you know, groceries cost a shit ton of money. Like maybe reel back on that, maybe reel back on that fucking military spending. Just, dude. Just maybe maybe give a little bit of that to the people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually, like, uh, I do have a, an interesting Ukraine story for you though, that uh, you just sparked my memory go for. for. It. I actually, I have Great. a, Sorry, what? I was I was going to say great uh, segue. Oh, thanks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now it's ruined. Yeah, it's all it's all fucked now. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I actually have a friend who's in Ukraine right now. Um, oh wow, Mike. Uh, Doing my, my other what? friend, Mike. He works. He's working with the Red Cross uh, up in there. Uh, Wait, redhead Mike? No, no. that's that's uh, the guy. Whose room did I sleep in? Who wasn't cool with it? <laughs> no, that, that was Toby. <laughs> Toby. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mike. Yeah, his bed was really nice. Yeah, I bet. Uh, <laughs> Mike's the other guy that's like been traveling. He's he's worked around the world at this point. You know, he's worked in like wow. Like, I, I don't remember which fuck the Virgin Islands and shit, but he he, he does a lot of work with the Red Cross. Uh, and okay. I believe he's he's in Ukraine right now. Well, actually, I think he's in Switzerland. Or, Switzerland, Sweden, whatever. He was in Ukraine, yeah. and we play D and D with him. So he'll wake up at like five thirty in the morning, so that he can still play D and D with us at seven thirty at night. You know what and I mean? And then go help like fucking and, and, yeah, and then he'll with bullet and holes then he'll go him. to work. Yeah, uh, Jesus. So we're we're playing D and D last week, and an alarm goes off over the fucking Discord, and we're like, mm-hmm. and like everything just stops, and we're like, what's going on, Mike? And he's like, oh, don't worry. It's just a raid siren. And we're like, what do you mean? It's air raid, just, yeah. What do you mean it's just an air raid siren? 
Oh yeah, he was a scuba instructor mm. in the Caribbean for a while. He's like, yeah, it's just an air raid siren. It's only a yellow. Like it goes yellow, orange, red. Yellow is just whenever a plane takes off from Russia. Yeah, orange yeah. is like when they're like in the airspace, and then red is like you. They're gonna bomb you. So it's fine. Yeah. This has happened like nine times today. Uh, but apparently nuts. the person because because there's like an alarm and then there's a voice that comes on to tell you when everything's all clear or when to get the mm-hmm. shelter. Right. And yeah. that person is Mark Hamill. <laughs> what? Mark Hamill Wait, is the raid siren guy in Ukraine. Is he, does he do the Joker? Is he like, no, <laughs> like <laughs> Batman? <laughs> no, but time to hide under the desk, Batman. <laughs> but when he when he says it's all clear, he says, and may the force be with you. <laughs> That's fucking sick. Actually, I wish it was Admiral Akbar instead. Right. You know. They're coming, and I have the, they have the, the deflector shields are not down. Dude, so speaking of bombs, um, I had my first dream last night that I died. Your uh, first one I've never ever? had a, I've never had a dream that I died. Oh, wow. Uh, ever. I've yeah, definitely been last night, dreams. Last night was the first time I ever had it, and it was horrifying. So, like, I don't know, me and Devin were, like, hanging out. We were in some kind of, like, some kind of, like, a, no, we were in a restaurant. So we were in a restaurant on a hill and we were overlooking a city and there uh, a bunch of planes flew by and we were like, oh, what the fuck? And the planes dropped this bomb that we didn't understand because the bomb exploded over the city. So like up in the sky, there was just this like fireball, right? But it was like a fireball that wasn't, it was like amassing itself in the sky and there was like a ton of explosions in the sky and nothing was in fact like being affected so we're like staring at this and all of a sudden i was like oh dude we gotta get the fuck down like like right now like a reverse spirit bomb (laughs) yeah yeah it was it was nuts dude i was like we gotta get down right now like cover your ears open your mouth get down under the table like we were like looking for things to like block the table and it just like all of a sudden this white light encompassed everything and i could feel literally in my dream i could feel my skin burning my whole entire body burning and i was screaming and then boom woke up yeah yeah it was the scariest experience uh yeah i wonder if everybody wakes up when they die in their dream like is that yeah because for me i i don't remember my dreams often i do remember the dream for the first time i ever died in the dream and i was on a dock with batman and hell yeah batman (laughs) fucking drowned me beneath the dock and then i woke up because i was holding mercy i woke up because i was holding my breath in my sleep Uh, okay try because i was underwater you know yeah, were you having like a sleep apnea thing where you were Dude, like I was fucking... like six probably. Ooh. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so do do you have do you have like dreamscapes? No, not like really. Like places you continually return to in your dreams? My uh I very rarely remember my dreams. So not typically. Same. So for for me, um any dream that I ever remember is always in very specific places with very specific geography and i know exactly where everything is i can recount it in my head i know all about Mm. like i have been there so many fucking times and like some of it is like a mix of like weird shit that i you know that i've lived in my life but like the other weird thing is like 
the so I dream in color. Um, yeah, a lot same. of people like dream in black and white, but I dream in color. So like, there's this one uh, place that I go to all the time, which is a it's a very long road in the woods, and it ends in a cul-de-sac. If you walk all the way down the road away from the cul-de-sac, it turns into downtown East Hampton, but it's sepiatic and it's snowing like a blizzard and there's nobody there. And for some reason, there is a subway entrance um, and I've never gone down the subway entrance. Behind the subway entrance is a dumpster that blocks the road uh, and usually up the road before you get to the cul-de-sac is one of my friend's houses. It's not always the same friend, but there's always a party going on there. And then if you go way back behind that, there is a giant lake that is surrounded by mountains and like every once in a while there's a dragon. Um, <laughs> usually those dreams aren't too stressful. Uh, <laughs> I also, I also have another one that You're in your dream uh, safe, always, like, Oh man, the dragon's off today. That's too bad. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it's a weird, it's weird. Um, I have another one that takes place in this town called North Adams. Um, North Adams is a really weird spot. I don't think I brought you up there when you came out, but, um, so there is this place in Massachusetts, uh, Greenfield. There's a road that goes from Greenfield to North Adams called the Mohawk Trail, and it goes all the way up this mountain. And North Adams is right on the other side of the mountain. So Florida Mass is on the top of the mountain. Um, and it's funny. It's like got like a population of like, I don't know, maybe maybe a thousand people, maybe in oh, Florida. Wow. So it's, it's, it's probably like 700. Yeah, it's small. Yeah. Um, but like when you go there, it's like this, it's the snowman right on the side of the road and mm-hmm. it says welcome to florida <laughs> because it like <laughs> it snows so much on this mountain but i used to live in north adams uh when i was a oh, little kid funny. and one of the things that's cool about it is because it's a town that's built into the side of a mountain essentially all the driveways are like really really steep and it, they're all old victorian houses they call them painted ladies mm, so all these mm-hmm. old houses are they're orange and pink and purple and green and like really wild looking um so yeah i have a lot of dreams that take place there like nothing too crazy um but yeah it's always it's always in these very like similar places but that dream that i had last night i have no fucking clue where i was i don't know uh, it might have been it might have been in the restaurant above north adams because there is a mm. restaurant above north adams that looks over the entire city so that might make sense that i was in that restaurant but i don't fucking know Could dude be. it's really really yeah, weird for me like i typically if I have, like, if I remember dreams, they're typically in situations that are, like, around whatever video games I happen to be playing. <laughs> okay. Like, I've definitely gotten that. Like, I've gotten, like, Halo-style like dreams, or I've gotten, like, Divinity-style dreams, or uh, uh, Splinter Cell-style dreams before. Um, mm. That's only if I'm, like, really playing that a lot you know <laughs> if, if 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 i if i'm only like casually playing it i just typically don't remember my dreams at all for sure oh chris is saying yeah my high school and i hate it yeah dude i also have yeah that a shitty. lot of dreams about being in high school um but the weird thing is is that i'm in high school and i always like i feel so fucking trapped right like i hated high school so like mm-hmm. when i was there i felt like i was being treated like a fucking you know dumbass all the time you know like you gotta follow these stupid rules and, like part of the i think the worst thing about it was like at my when i went back to high school i had already been out on my own for two years right right so here i was like more of an adult than the people that I was in school with. Right. Right. Cause I had been like surviving. I go back to school and like, obviously like I can't leave when I want to. Are mm-hmm. you fucking kidding me? 
You know what I mean? Because like, even when you're 18, you have to have a parental signature to say that you can leave school, like when you have study halls and shit. So I couldn't get it. So I couldn't leave, you know? But yeah, it was rough. So I'll have these dreams where I'm in high school and um, everybody is the same age that they were when they were in high school, except for me. And I'm in my 30s. And I think part of the problem is is that I didn't graduate, right? So, like, it's always like, oh, I'm going back to high school to get my diploma, you know? So, I'm like, I have to, like, sit through this and shit like that. And, like, I'm, like, listening to these fucking teachers and, like, you know, doing this stuff and, like, hanging out with my friends. And then I always have this realization during the dream, like, oh, I'm fucking 30 one i can just walk out of here <laughs> you know what i mean like i can just fucking leave and like my dad is always up my ass in these dreams and i uh, like i always like whenever i remember i'm like fuck you dad like <laughs> i'm older than y- you were when i was in high school <laughs> you fuck you know like it's but it's so uncomfortable like up until that point um i don't have any naked dreams often do you have any do you have any dreams where your dick is out no, nah, not really. I think I've had like maybe two sex dreams in my entire life, so I guess those would two count. sex dreams. Period. Yeah, that's it. I've had quite a few of those. Yeah, I don't. Always, I don't dream in sexual shit really. Damn. It's, yeah, I've I've had I've had quite a quite a few. I mean, countless, <laughs> countless dreams. You never woke up stuck to your bed, bro. Nah. Oh damn! It's a it's an interesting experience. That's that's happened to me once. Once because I was like, I think I was like 13 and uh, I was like, I was like, man, I'm jerking off way too much. I'm going to hurt. I'm, I'm going to fuck I'm myself up. I got to stop. Yeah, I got to stop doing this. So, <laughs> so I stopped for a long time. I was like, nah, nah, son. I don't know. Cause you know, like I never had a talk with my parents or anything about like what that shit was like. Cause my right. parents know. You know, we, we were not that co- we were not that close. No. So I had no education on the on the matter, right? So I was like, man, my palm's gonna get hairy. You know, am I gonna like run out of jizz? Oh, like I didn't know what was going gonna on. Get hairy. Right, right, yeah. So oh, like fuck. I quit. That's the best one. I quit for like two months or something like that. Yeah, that's um, too long. And then yeah, I had I had like a I had this dream and I, I was just bleh, like, in the middle of the fucking dream and I woke up and I was like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> It was, yeah, it was weird. At least I was alone. You know what I mean? At least yeah. I wasn't like having a, you know, anyway. Um, so, so that's interesting. What the fuck were you we talking about? Oh yeah. Uh, Biden going to die <laughs> and Kamala Harris becoming the first president, oh, uh, first female president by the I fall. forgot. That is not, that is not the precedent you want to set for the first female president. Not You don't want it to be Kamala Harris. Be, so here's the thing. Like a lot of people don't know anything about Kamala, Kamala Harris Dude, because she's shit. just about her. She was a DA. I, I know that. She was, she was a district she was attorney. A yeah. And she was a fucking shithead DA. Like she put a lot of people in jail and fucking laughed about it. You know what I mean? And like yeah. the, the Dems, if you believe the party, li- party lines, party initiatives, we're trying to be, we're trying to ref- be reforming that shit. Right. right. Um, we were listening Supposedly. to earlier. Yeah. Earlier in the street fighter stream, we were listening to, um, we're listening to a podcast. Uh, what the fuck is it? It's um, some more news. I, I know you've watched that. Uh, you've watched that YouTube channel before. Um, some more news is with the puppet, huh? right? The guy. It's a, it's a guy um, who like does oh, like he does like man. real intense uh, like news stuff, and then he also has a puppet 
uh, that like comes in every once in a while. It's like, oh, it's, it's I, a good, I know the it's guy you're good, talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were listening to his podcast and um, there he was talking about like police reform and stuff. And there's, there's so many, like the whole defund the police thing, right? Mm -hmm. Remember when that was a big deal? Yeah. Right. So like pretty much every city that defunded the police immediately refunded them. Right. So like LA, for example, LA defunded the police and like, it was something like a month or two later, the police asked for a budget increase and they did it. And then they asked for another budget increase and they did it. So now the police have more money in LA than they've ever had before. Right, because what do you expect? They did it to like mm -hmm. appease the fucking people, and then once it died yeah, down, the, the like, liberals. Yeah, the, then once they it died yeah. down, they're like, uh, uh, "Here you go, man." Uh, yeah, is that good? Which, yeah, which is crazy. And then we got like the fucking robot dogs, dude. Have you heard about the drones? What drones? The police drones. There's new drones. The police drones, dude. Police yeah, like I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're starting all of this stuff. It seems like in San Francisco and Boston. Like they're doing a lot of they're doing a lot of the testing of like the new like AI fucking cops and shit like that in San Francisco and Boston. Boston's got robot dogs, um, and I'm pretty sure San Francisco has the drones. Uh, and like the uh, robot how dogs, do you, man. Yeah, the robot like, dogs. So dude. if I type in police robot dogs, yeah, you'll definitely find something. Yeah. Oh, look. Oh yeah. <laughs> you should have seen Tyler's face. He was like, "Ooh." What yeah. Wait till the they put fucking. Fuck? Wait. Uh, well, wait till they put machine guns in their so, fucking mouths and they, you know, they roll up on your door and they're like, "You've been swatted." This is, you know, bark, bark, and fucking yeah, yeah. open this your is mouth. A Boston Dynamics thing, but yeah, look at that. Tell me, tell me that's not fucking terrifying, dude. It put a machine gun in that thing's mouth. Does look like something out of a video game yeah yeah terrifying it, terrifying it looks dude. like an enemy that you would have to fight in a post-apocalyptic uh game where like the there's a police state you know and these yeah. are like the level yeah. one like things that you have to fight against mm -hmm. yeah 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 this i mean it looks like straight out of horizon zero dawn it's dude. almost like the, this uh, is the beginning yeah, yeah yeah or uh the what is, what is it called promethean dogs halo this is the beginning of the end, dude. Yeah, like, here, here's a Promethean fucking crawler, which is an enemy from, like, I don't remember, Halo 4, Halo 5, something like that. God, I haven't played, I haven't played Halo since ODST, man. It's been, it's been a minute. <laughs> there you go, we're one, we're one fucking, we're one fucking level away from that. <laughs> yeah, we're one, we're one UFO fucking, uh, reverse engineering away from... Away from getting lasers on these fucking dogs, dude. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. These dogs aren't like cops, right? Like cops doing something fucked up. Cops trying to rape you. Like you can still crush their head. You know, you yeah. can do something to them. You can bite them. Whatever. Can't these do, fucking dogs, Can't do man. much against a fucking mechanical dog. You can't punch a robot dog. I mean, you can, but it's going to hurt your hand. <laughs> yeah, it's not very effective. Yeah, that, that's... <laughs> it's not very effective. That's it. Normal type does not do good against steel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so, so it's it's terrifying, dude. And and I know, like, okay. So we talked about this multiple times on the Bonsai Podcast. We don't, we we're not here to scare you guys, right? We're not here to like doom and gloom. This is just a conversation between two friends that we'd have anyway, yeah. right? Like that being said, this Batman is, is going to drown you off of a dock, so just be careful yeah. of that. <laughs> dude, my my first nightmare I had, I was three years old, and it was um. It was the the gargoyle from the the show Gargoyles with red hair. Mm. I can't remember her name. She came down my grandmother's chimney and shrank my mom and took her away. That was my first nightmare. Fun. Mm-hmm. 
I'll never forget. Demona. Demona. That's who it was. Demona. Yeah. Yeah. She scared me when I was a kid, man. Good name. Um, but yeah, so it would be great. It would be great if we didn't have uh, Kamala Harris as president. That'd be, that'd be dope. Also, uh, what's up, gamer? Is that someone sleeping behind Tyler? Yeah, yeah that's, that's Jack. Jack. That's Jack back there. Um, I don't know how to yeah, sleep uh, they are anymore, but. <laughs> See? Yeah, so, so <laughs> I'm not down with robot dogs for the police. I'm not down with drones for the police. Like, there's a certain point where, like, you have to. <sighs> I mean, it's a problem with our culture. Right. Like that's a problem with our culture is that we fundamentally encourage criminality through our economic system. Yeah. Right. Like if you're in the hood, the best way for you to make money is to sell drugs. That's just the way it's going to be. Right. Right. It's a dangerous job for you, because if you're up and coming, the people who are already established are going to be gunning for your head. Right. If you take them out, then you got to be the guy who's there to protect your fucking turf. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not good. Like, and it's hard to get out of that game, right? Like it's, it's oh, yeah. fucked up. Yeah. It's very difficult and that's, to get that's, out of that. Yeah. And then we bitch and piss and moan about it. And the thing is, is these people, they end up like, it, the, they take this position. They're trying to make, they're trying to make enough money to get out of the hood. You know, like you really, it is a real dog eat dog world out there. And then they get caught and they go to prison and they don't get reformed. They don't get educated. They don't get like any of the things that they need in order to get themselves out of the hood in a fucking legal way, mm-hmm. you know? So they they go into prison, they get beaten up, they get raped, they join a fucking gang, they smuggle shit in there, whatever the fuck happens, and they come out harder than they were. Right. Like it doesn't make any sense, you know? It's not a great cycle, uh, you could say. <laughs> yeah, and then you got people like Bill Cosby who go to jail and they're in like a fucking Hilton suite. Right. You know? <laughs> like, uh-huh. like it's yeah, like the private or you know, the other thing too, you go to jail and you work for fucking you work for fractions of pennies uh-huh. for years. And then you come out with debt. For being in jail. Hundreds of thousands of dollars sometimes of debt for being in jail. And now you can go to jail for needing an abortion and, and getting an abortion. Like because there's like all sorts of things. Like uh, you know, if the baby if the baby grows on the uh on the fucking um ovary, right? That that happens. Right. Like the the egg can be fertilized on the ovary or in the fallopian yeah, like tube. A, uh, and it'll start topic pregnancy, I think is what it's called. Yeah, you can't get it fixed, dude. After a certain amount of time, you can't get it fixed. You can't get that fucking baby taken out, dude. That is like a major procedure, and you will die uh-huh. from that pregnancy. You know, like yeah. it's 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 fucked up. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the prison system is perpetuating legal slavery. It's it's a fucking nightmare, dude. It's a fucking nightmare, and you go to prison for anything, man. So like that, you know, we we talked about the Japanese um, social is like social structure in our in our most recent video. Um, which seems to still be doing well, right? Has it fallen off? Uh, it's fallen off a little bit. It's not like fallen off a little. I mean, um, we're still up above twenty k for for forty eight hours. Yeah, but so that that's not video, too bad. Like it has not passed the AI video. Okay, that's interesting. Um, I wonder why. Oh, it's only ten days though. Right. Damn. Damn. We only put that out ten days ago. Well, yeah, I mean, we put it out like last Friday or whatever. Not last Friday, yeah. but the one before. So everything's still up on it. So yeah, everything's still up on it. It it, it's has three point five k for the last uh for the last forty eight hours. But like you know, it's definitely fallen off a good amount. Um, yeah, you know, like the the lowest hour yesterday had uh twenty six views. So that gives you an idea. Oh yikes! Yeah, 
Yeah. But yeah, so so we talked we talked about, you know, the the social structure of Japan out there uh and uh, like there really is something to be said about and I think it's something that can only be done in a country like Japan where your identity is very closely tied to the people around you and your country and the American identity is not a positive one. You know what I mean? It's either you got to be like the macho man with all the guns or you got to be a fucking billionaire or whatever, you know, you got to take what's yours. You got to become a Rockefeller. You know, you got to, you got to, you got to drink their milkshake, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, and like, there's no loyalty to anybody else in the country. There's no, you know, you just, you got to do what you got to do. And it's fucking, it's kind of, it's kind of bullshit. Like, you know, if you got to, if you got to skirt that line of legality, you just do it. Mm-hmm. And, and damned, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Um, but anyway, Tyler, you got, you got anything spicy to talk about? Uh, I mean, I don't know if I have anything super spicy to talk about, you know? Uh, can't think of anything off the top of my head, but maybe I have something written down in my notes. I wasn't expecting you to, to ask me anything. Uh, <laughs> well, while you're looking through your notes, yeah. um, I, I pulled up from the New York Times. Um, the article is called Anguish and Camelot, Kennedy Campaign Royals, uh, or Royals, yeah, Storied Political Family. The presidential bid by Robert F. Kennedy Jr. has tested the bonds of an iconic Democratic clan that does not want him to run and does not know what to do about it. So um, if you guys didn't know, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Um, is running for the Republicans. Um, he's not doing well, uh, and he's a piece of shit. But well, uh, so so... Yeah, um, the Kennedys, obviously, uh, first of all, they're a Massachusetts family. But yeah, so the Kennedys, Massachusetts family, um, you know, storied Massachusetts family. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, they've they always they've always been Democrats. This, you know, that's just the way they are. So um, here we go. Jack Slosberg has had enough. The only grandson of President John F. Kennedy, Mr. Slosberg, has been watching the presidential campaign of his cousin Robert F. Kennedy Jr. with increasing dismay. To Mr. Sloshberg, uh, the quixotic the quixotic challenge to President Biden for the Democratic nomination was just a vanity project that was. Wait, am I am I fucking am I confused? I thought Robert F. Kennedy was running for yeah. Anyway, uh, was tarnishing the legacy of his grandfather and their storied family. Just days earlier last month, his conspiracy-minded cousin had suggested that the COVID nineteen virus had been engineered to protect Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese people. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, as a Jew who definitely did get COVID, uh, certainly protected me. <laughs> oh boy! So sitting in a sitting in a van in Australia, where when uh, where he's on vacation, oh, Mister Sloshberg sketched out a few bullet points, took out his mobile phone, and recorded a harsh condemnation of his cousin on Instagram. He's trading in on Camelot, celebrity conspiracy theories, and conflict for personal gain and fame. Mr. Slosberg said, I've listened to him. I know him. I have no idea why anyone thinks he should be president. What I do know is his candidacy is an embarrassment. Then he hit post. Uh, Mr. Slosberg's denunciation underscored the turmoil inside what remains of Camelot. Uh, Bobby, as the 69-year-old candidate, is called called has become a source of deep anguish among his many siblings cousins nieces and nephews one that is testing the bonds of what was once known as the royal family of american politics his relatives by and large do not want him to run do not support his campaign disdain his conspiratorial musings and almost universally admired mr biden a longtime friend of the family who keeps a bust of robert f kennedy senior in the oval office uh wow that is an ugly ass statue um so yeah so 
Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Um, has been just like, like I said, uh, you know, like I talked about, like t- blaming, uh, saying that COVID was engineered, for, you know, to, to not, <laughs> to protect Askenazi Jews and the Chinese. Like, are you fucking kidding me, dude? Dude, that would um, be he's done, an incredible uh, feat to be able to protect those two people specifically. Like those two groups specifically and not, but hit everybody else. <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's see if I can find, um, we got, we got five note noteworthy falsehoods of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. as promoted. Let me see if I can find, um, Robert F. Kennedy's like, I believe he's kind of on the QAnon train, Is he? um, conspiracies, uh, and that's, I mean, that's the other thing. So there's been this big upset about, um, like Ron DeSantis finally saying like, yeah, Trump lost. Like the election wasn't stolen. He fucking lost. Uh, and everybody's like, what? What the fuck, dude? Um, <laughs> it's like, right, uh, here's- sorry to burst your bubble. How many years later? Yeah, yeah but here we go. Uh, this is from Forbes. Um, RFK Jr.'s get the fuck out of here with these ads denounces claim that Jews, Chinese are immune to COVID. Here are all the other conspiracies he promotes. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s family publicly rebuked the long shot democratic po- uh, presidential contender for claiming at a dinner party in Manhattan last week, that Chinese and Ashkenazi Jewish people are less susceptible to COVID. I think we talked about this a little bit uh, probably. Um, on another podcast. Um, so, so here's one COVID-19 targets certain races and gives others immunity. Kennedy Jr. was caught on camera telling fellow diners that COVID-19 is a target is targeted to attack Caucasians and black people and quote, the people who are most immune are Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese. Once again, this is, this is twisting science to fit your fucking bullshit. Right. Which is what everybody like does in that space. It's been happening. I, I just watched a video on milk the lie of milk (laughs) the lie of milk yeah dude because when we were growing up and even before then the entire thing was milk is healthy for you it has calcium that creates strong bones it should be an essential part of every uh of every hold on there's a cat going on back here okay (laughs) got that that jack's cat yeah (laughs) you leaving him out The lie of milk. Yeah, the lie of I milk. I love milk. Milk sucks, first of all. Uh, I, I believe the the uh, YouTuber that I was watching, I think his name is Johnny Harris. Uh, okay. He has like 4.2 million subscribers. He's, he's a pretty big YouTuber. Um, That's a lot of subscribers. Yeah, and he does great content. I don't know if you ever saw the, uh, the real reason that McDonald's uh, ice cream machines are always broken. No. Another great video he did where he like goes in depth on why these fucking like why 15% of the machines countrywide are broken all the time and how it's like this mm-hmm. long standing relationship with the company that makes them and because McDonald's doesn't make money based off of how well McDonald's franchises do they make money based off of the people uh renting the property that the McDonald's is on. Like, okay, they it's in their contract that they have to use these specific machines that don't tell the franchisees how they actually work. So anytime they break, they have to hire a guy that costs like five hundred fucking dollars for half an hour. And they have to do this like once every fucking month. And it's like a whole fucking 
scam to just make a bunch of fucking money. Anyway, dude, that's just like fixing pinball machines. But yeah, yeah okay. So, so uh, anyway, he, he he has an entire fucking video on the lie of milk and why the milk uh lobbyists and the cover in the department of agriculture pushed it so hard and did it basically made fucked studies back in like the 80s and 70s to promote the fact that milk is a healthy thing for you when in reality it's really not that good for you (laughs) all i know is that i still drink milk and i have never broken a bone neither have i and i don't drink milk at all (laughs) Proves nothing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so mass shootings are linked to prescription drugs. Uh, Kennedy Jr. blamed school shootings on drugs like the antidepressant Prozac in a recent Twitter Spaces discussion, telling owner Elon Musk, there you go, dude. Prior, to the indu- prior to the introduction of Prozac, we had almost none of these events. There's no scientifically established correlation between psychiatric drugs and mass violence, according to experts. Um, so I will say... Uh, as somebody who's been on Prozac, um, it did not make me angry or want to kill anybody. In fact, it made me very tired. Mm. Uh, and the thought of going on a mass shooting would have made me just take an out. Oh, that's, okay. that's a lot of work, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you you see this fucking thumbnail? Got lies? <laughs> what? No, I don't. As opposed to got milk? Oh, jeez. Got lies? That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> Um, the 2004 presidential election was stolen. Kennedy Jr. said in a 2006 Rolling Stone article he was convinced that voter fraud in the 2004 presidential election allowed former Republican uh, President George W. Bush to steal the victory from Democrat John Kerry. But while a 2005 postmortem by the Democratic Party found a breakdown of the election system in Ohio, it found no evidence of the fraud. Um, the CIA was involved in the assassination of former President John F. Kennedy. Okay, so th- these aren't that crazy. Uh, the CIA definitely could have killed Kennedy. Uh, reprising the unfounded claim he has made for years, Kennedy Jr. recently made the suggestion to Fox News's Sean Hannity, uh, another piece of shit, through the federal government's Warren Commission conven- Does it convened say that? to study the killings. Another piece of shit. <laughs> no. no. Uh, found that Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone when he shot JFK in 1963. Uh, the wrong person may have been convicted of killing uh, Kennedy's father. Uh, Kennedy Jr. cast doubt on the conviction of Sirhan Sirhan in the 1968 assassination of his father, former U.S. Attorney General and Democratic presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy, to which gunman Sirhan Sirhan confessed days later through his lawyers. Uh, though his lawyers have claimed in recent years that he was hypnotized and coerced to kill Kennedy. What? Like a Manchurian candidate, dude? What the fuck? Man? This is so... Tr- there are so many! Okay, all right. Uh, the pharmaceutical industry is throwing money at Democrats. Uh, after the Affordable Care Act of 2010, Democrats were getting more money from farmer than Republicans. Kennedy Jr. claimed on Twitter Spaces through an analysis by Stat News found 23 of the country's biggest drug companies and two pharmaceutical trade organizations have favored Republicans in 14 of the past 16 elections from 1990 to 2020. So funny how that's always the case. You know, it's always the case when the Republicans are like, oh, the Democrats are doing this. And it's always the fucking Republicans who are doing it. Like all this, all this, like all this, like child. It's all the same fucking shit, man. It's it's so so much projection, you know, it's so much projection. Yeah. All this child grooming, like child rape shit. Like how many fucking Republicans have gotten in trouble over that over the past like fucking eight years? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it's out of control. Okay. Um. 
whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't care about any more of Robert F. Kennedy. He's an embarrassment to his family. He's an embarrassment to this country. Uh, he can eat my dick. Yeah. But um, I got to pee really bad. So oh. you entertain the people. I will be right back. I'll entertain the people with an epic tale of, I don't know, what I fucking did a couple of weekends ago. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, but uh, it was me and Jack's one year anniversary together, which is very, very cool. So we decided, well, you know what? We live in Portland. We're going to get out of the city for a little bit. Not go too far, but we're going to go out into wine country, which I'm not like a super wine guy. I don't know about you. I don't know what tannins are. I don't think you're supposed to have them in wine. They, they make it taste bad or something. I don't know. Point is, I was like, if we go out like an hour, hour and a half outside of the city, we can go to wine country and uh, try some fucking wines, and, and there's a casino out there, so we can go do casino shit. Uh, so we go out there, and I found a pizza in Pino uh, wine tasting, where you, they had a red wine pizza and a white wine pizza, and you, depending on what wines you get, what? What are you laughing about? What did I come about? back into? Why are you talking about white wine pizza? I, I was telling people about my one-year anniversary trip. With Jack. Oh, I see. And how we went yeah, we yeah, went yeah. wine tasting and we did a Pinot and pizza wine tasting and they had different pizzas depending on whether you were eating or depending on whether you were drinking what red wine or white or white wine. Jesus Christ, getting tongue tied here. Mm, uh mm. which was really fucking cool. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, Devin and I's ten year anniversary is coming up and we gotta figure out what we wanna Dude, do. Dude, come out we to Portland. No <laughs> mm. We could do that. I mean we have to. We have to figure We're, it out. When, dude. Uh, we get when is so it much exactly? shit. Twenty uh, first. Oh, this month. Yeah, yeah. Oh well. Okay, maybe don't come out to per- Portland then. <laughs> I mean, unless you <laughs> yeah, want to have a hot. unless you want to have a dual ten uh, year anniversary my birthday celebration. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your birthday's on the thirtieth, isn't it? Thirty first. Yeah. Thirty first. Oh, okay. You and my grandpa have the same birthday. Yeah, how about that? Um, but yeah. So. Uh, Let's see. We got. I got a lot. I got a lot going on here. Um. So this. This. This will be fun for everybody. Okay. We all. We all know. We all know that. Uh. Presidential loser Trump. Um. Has. Uh. Caused. Caused quite a stir. Um. And just so you guys know. What has he done uh, now? Like. Oh, he's. Uh. He's been indicted again. For what is this? The fourth time? Third time? Third time. Third time. Third indictment. Uh, so this is from the guardian Trump shatters laws of political physics with third indictment. (laughs) Uh, the former president's support base holds firm as each negative in a court of law translates to a positive in the court of public opinion. Oh my God. Again, we have talked so many times about these people who have like LARPed themselves into oblivion. Mm-hmm. And every time Donald Trump gets in trouble, they're always like, oh, it's because they're, you know, they're after it. They're trying. So it's all lies. Uh, so it was hardly the triumphant return to Washington that he and his campaign imagined. Donald Trump was back in America's capital this week, not as president, but as an accused criminal. Net guilty, he pleaded in a hushed courtroom to four charges, four charges stemming from the effort to overturn his defeat in the 2020 presidential election. So this is the new one. This is the new one. Um, uh, it, it basically, they're trying to go after him for uh, 
you know, falsely claiming that the election was stolen and calling, causing all this fucking, all these problems, right? Um, but even as observers savored a somber yet reaffirming moment for the rule of law, a follower of the former U.S. president could be seen outside court waving a giant flag, Trump or death, it declared, not far from the halls of Congress where lethal violence erupted on January 6, 2021. <sighs> Trump is now twice impeached and thrice indicted, yeah. but his support base is holding firm. Indeed, each negative in court of law translates into a positive in the court of public opinion. He remains a dominant figure among Republican voters who share his view that he is being unfairly targeted by a justice system bent on helping Democrat Joe Biden. Joe Biden specifically, okay? I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why they, like... It, it doesn't make they sense, think, dude. It, it's so... It, you're, you're, you're living so far into a fantasy land. At this point, yeah, you know, yeah, that I, it, what, like, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? You, you need to come up for air at some point. Yeah, I mean, uh, so um, the more indictments, the better his poll numbers. The easier the argument that it's two standards of justice and Donald Trump is persecuted and picked on, said Bill Wallen, a policy fellow at the Hoover Institution think tank in Palo Alto, California. It's very funny considering he's the pre uh, the preeminent bully in American politics that no one plays the victim card better than Donald Trump. A whiff of criminality or scandal used to be career ending for a politician. President Richard Nixon resigned over Watergate. He resigned, dude. Yep. Nixon was a butt nugget and he fucking resigned. You know, it, like it just goes to show you like how how far we've fallen in the, in the, God, there's just no, there's no honor anymore. Yeah. Um, Vice President Spiro Agnew quit after being charged with bribery, tax evasion, and conspiracy. Gary Hart's presidential campaign collapsed due to allegations of an extramarital affair. Anthony Weiner resigned from Congress after a series of sexting scandals. But Trump has shattered the laws of the political physics. He has made the state and federal charges now a combined 78 across three jurisdictions against him. A central plank of his campaign platform casting himself as a martyr. His rallies... At his rallies, he portrays the cases as not just an attack on him, but his supporters. He told the crowd last week in Erie, Pennsylvania, they're not indicting me, okay? They're indicting you. A few what? dissenting voices apart. Or they're not indicting me, they're indicting you. That doesn't make any <laughs> fucking sense. A few dissenting voices apart. Republicans oh. have echoed and amplified these talking points with characteristic fervor. Congresswoman, uh, Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia wrote on X, formerly Twitter, yes. that she will still vote for Trump even if he's in jail. Far from destroying his prospects, many observers believe the latest and arguably most serious indictment for his alleged role in undermining American democracy will likely fuel a march toward the Republican Party's presidential nomination of 2024. So, yeah. Yeah. Three, count them, three with, indictments. With apparently one more still pending in Georgia, uh, according to Gunmasho. So. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's so much. It's so much. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, so I, I also have news. That man on, needs to uh, die in jail. Like. Yeah, or before, or anytime. You know what I mean? Yeah. That'd be great. That'd be great. I'm cool with that. You know? Uh, okay, so, so. We talked a little bit about uh, Mr. Grush, Mr. Grush, uh, the, the other week. The funny thing is, um, I've actually heard from this guy uh, long before he was ever in Congress. What do you mean by so heard I listened from to, him? So I listened to a podcast called Weaponized um, that is run by George Knapp um, and this other guy, Jeremy uh, Corbell, I believe. And um, 
What's interesting about that podcast, especially with George Knapp, George Knapp has been, um, he has been like on the forefront of like UFO journalism for like 30 years. Oh, I see. Uh, and he was like a well-respected, um, news guy. Uh, and then he just came across some stories that like he couldn't ignore, you know, the evidence was too compelling. Like, you know, uh, a lot of people just, you know, the, the world needed George Knapp. George Knapp came when he was needed. So, um, he's been doing this for a long he was time. The reporter uh, we all he, needed. Yeah. And, and he has, he has just like a ridiculous amount of sources, um, from all over the place. Like he's got people that are in the CIA. He's got people that are in the FBI. He's got people that are inside the Pentagon. And he knew, uh, David Grush before any of this happened. And actually David Grush was, he was on weaponized before and i listened to him speak and talk about this kind of stuff like the you know the the ufos and um dismantling the technology in order to uh you know reapply it to our our own um so it was really it's really interesting uh but yeah um so the hill says a monumental ufo scandal is looming um so hmm. the biggest the biggest deal that's going on with this ufo thing is um as far as like the politicians are concerned is that either there's a giant psyop happening right uh, where they're trying to convince people that aliens exist and there's been ufos and you know we're doing this and or the military is hiding shit from the government uh which or both <laughs> yeah so the decades-long saga of unidentified flying objects, UFOs, is barreling headlong towards one of two stunning conclusions. Either the U.S. government has mounted an extraordinary decade-long cover-up of UFO retrieval and reverse engineering activities, or elements of the defense and intelligence establishment are engaging in a staggeringly brazen psychological disinformation campaign. Either possibility would have, had, would have profound implications for democracy, the role of government, and perhaps also humanity's place in the cosmos. For these reasons, it is imperative that Congress and federal law enforcement agencies devote significant resources to investigating a series of remarkable UFO-related developments. Importantly, a third explanation for recent events, the dozens of high-level, high, uh, highly cleared officials have come to believe enduring UFO myths, rumors, and speculation as fact appears increasingly unlikely. So in June, U.S. Air Force veteran and former intelligence official David Grush alleged that elements of the U.S. government have secretly and illegally overseen a decades-long UFO retrieval and reverse engineering effort. Now, I want to, I want to let you guys know that George Knapp has dealt with thousands of people, um, highly classified information that he has chosen to share or not chosen to share. In fact, he had he had a huge, huge bundle of shit to uh, bring to Congress that he decided not to. Um, and part of the reason that Grush ended up at Congress was very much due to George Knapp. Um, you know, kind of like, and, and these other people who are, you know, investigating this, the UFO phenomenon, the reverse engineering kind of stuff, kind of being like, Hey, you know, they, they, you have to protect your sources. The way, the way that it goes, you have to protect your sources. Right. You gotta be very fucking careful about this shit. And that's so why if you during let the something out that can only be from a certain group of people, you know, mm -hmm. you could lose that source yeah. very quickly. Oh, or that source could end up in fucking Gitmo or, you know, assassinated, yeah. like that kind of stuff. Like if they don't, if they don't want you to, 
talk and you talk like especially if you break you know classified stuff Mm -hmm. um like you're in deep shit you know you go to you go to you go to the federal prison and stuff like that so that was part of the reason why a lot of the things that grush said is like he just couldn't he couldn't say and until congress starts like really delving into this shit and finally hopefully finally the pentagon gets audited the pentagon has like never been audited right so the government really doesn't know how they're spending their money and they get billions and billions of trillions of dollars all the time so it, it like the fact that they don't audit it is is ridiculous is but um yeah george knapp has basically sworn on his life that David Grush is telling the truth. Hmm. He has no doubt that David Grush is telling the truth. And this is a guy who's talked to kooks and liars his entire life. Right. You know, he's like, he's like, I generally know when somebody's lying to me because it's my job to know if somebody's lying to me. Right. You know, I can't go out and like put information out that, you know, I'm not very sure of mm-hmm. or else I'm misleading people, you know, and I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have worked with David as long as I did um, if I thought he was lying and you know or like push him towards congress or whatever this is a guy who is like a professional he has a he has a spotless record you know he is he's a, an american patriot like he just wants he just wants this information out because people are doing some fucked up shit and not telling people about it so the officials and lawmakers who have reviewed Grush's, uh, Grush's classified evidence are taking his extraordinary allegations very seriously. The inspector general of the intelligence community deemed Grush's allegations that UFO-related information was inappropriately concealed from Congress credible and urgent, quote-unquote. Senate Intelligence Vice Chairman Marco Rubio uh, confirmed the inspector general's finding. Um, Charles McCullough III, the intelligence community's first inspector general and now attorney attorney in private practice, represents Grush and sat directly behind him during a July 26th congressional hearing. It is extremely unlikely that such a high-profile lawyer and former top federal official would represent anyone making the kinds of extraordinary claims that Grush is without robust evidence. So that's the other thing is this guy has the evidence. He just can't bring it out right. in an official setting. So it's it's very it's very fascinating. Um, when asked during the July 26th congressional hearing whether he believes that the U.S. government possesses UFOs, Grush stated absolutely based on interviewing over 40 witnesses over four years. Wow. I know the exact locations of retrieved UFOs, and those locations were provided to the inspector general and to the congressional intelligence committees. Um, critically, Grush stated, I actually had the people with the firsthand knowledge provide a protected disclosure to the inspector general. So, yeah, there, it's just like a lot of shit. So um, this is looking like more and more real. So uh, if you haven't seen the title of the stream, um, it is Bible meets <laughs> <I> recall, aliens, <laughs> Bible meets aliens. So <laughs> we are going to bring up some foxy news well what, what this um, is what made me wonder mike and may, maybe you have an idea is what technology do we use today that was reverse engineered by aliens oh cell phones do yeah. easily is that, is that the one that you think is the the most obvious you think cell phones internet um wi-fi like any anything that any yeah I mean anything that does like some kind of like instant transmission of information is that I think, why we have no sure. idea who the fuck invented the internet I mean you can look it up there is a dude who did it but why like yeah. why is he not famous <laughs> yeah I mean computers in general I think you know I mean all sorts of the stuff toaster uh, says <laughs> the toaster says Icarus the toaster says Icarus yeah the, I mean the kitchen maid dude, uh, you know I think that's a good one. 
Yeah, I mean, probably probably solar energy. Um, Ooh, that wouldn't surprise that could me. Be a good one. And a, and a lot of a lot of. I wonder uh, if uh, you know, solar energy is more um, is more efficient when you're outside of the atmosphere. I don't know. I don't know. How do you get it? If how do you get it down to Earth? Though you know what I mean. Like, no, I'm, I'm just saying. Like, let, probably let's power say that you have a space station or a UFO or something, right? And the entire outside is solar panels, right? Mm-hmm. Could mm-hmm. it power mm-hmm. itself just by maintaining distance close to the close enough to a sun to get power? Probably. Like, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Is like, how energy efficient could they be uh, outside of the atmosphere? Because I assume that you lose a decent amount from the atmosphere. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, the other thing is like, you know, how have we not, um, I don't uh, anyway, you know, all sorts of stuff, particle, fi- like particle physics. I mean, if you look at the hydrogen colliders, you know, or the hadron colliders mm-hmm. where we, we build these giant fucking like miles long loops and smash particles together to see what's fucking inside of them, stuff like that. Like lasers you know all sorts of shit that we've been fucking around with over the past you know 70 they're years gonna or have to like that. they're gonna have to change oppenheimer dude they're gonna have to bring the aliens no. into it <laughs> <laughs> yeah christopher I, nolan well, get back I mean, on set we need you again <laughs> so a lot of people think um that the reason we were contacted um was because we split the atom um that seems to be kind of not like necessarily a preeminent theory, but it's one that like, you know, if there is intelligent life out there, they likely don't fuck around with people or other intelligent life until they learn to split the atom. Because then you become, then you have an Armageddon on your hands, right? Mm. Like the second you have the power of the atom, you can annihilate your own species and your planet. Right. You know, I mean, so say like even if even if these even if aliens were anti anti-human, right, even if they, they didn't like us, they didn't care. Our planet is full of natural resources. Right. You know, like it, it's a it's a hospitable planet. It's a habitable planet. Yep. Um, and, you know, if you are any kind of spacefaring fucking intelligent life. You know, there isn't a lot. I mean, obviously, there is a there's a series of those planets out there. But my guess is that it's nowhere near as much as the trash planets that you can't live on or that has too much gravity or. Yeah, I I mean, I I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's like probably less than one percent of planets are hospitable. I don't know. So they have to be in a they have to be in a very like specific zone from the sun in order to like maintain some kind of like um you know decent gravity and the ability to support life right because if you're too close to the sun it's too fucking hot if you're too far away it's too cold um you have to be like right within that zone technically venus would have been okay if Um, venus didn't get you know (laughs) venus wasn't an absolute hell our galaxy holds at least an estimated 300 million potentially habitable worlds Based right. on and how many stars? The most conservative interpretation of the results in uh, whatever these studies are, uh, some of the ex- exoplanets could even be in our our interstellar neighbors, with at least four potentially within thirty light years of our sun, and the closest likely being about twenty light years from us. These are the minimum numbers mm-hmm. of such planets based on the most conservative estimate of seven percent 
of sun-like stars host such worlds. Uh, host such mm-hmm. worlds. However, yeah. an average expected rate of fifty percent. There could be many more. Right, and, but the other thing too is that like, just because these are planets that may support life doesn't mean that they're planets that may support human life. Sure. Uh, you gotta you gotta take into account atmosphere. Yeah. You know, absolutely. is there oxygen? You know, you gotta take into account gravity. You gotta take into account like. Right. So some of these planets, for instance, don't spin. Right. Right. So like one half of the planet will be completely frozen over. The center of the planet will be this like burned out desert. So like the only places where like life could really thrive is in this like twilight zone on the edge Mm -hmm. of the, you know, the, the side of the planet. So it's like perpetually almost dark and there's no days, you know, and it just goes around like fucking crazy. Right. Um, so yeah, so you know, like again, I think the splitting of the atom is the big Dude, deal. That I think that's the if, thing that like really the conspiracy theory Tyler here. What if the moon okay. is actually just a giant fucking camera to keep watch over Earth? Oh, uh, dude, that's an old conspiracy, man. It makes sense though. Ever, ever since it makes so much ever sense. Ever since the Bell incident, dude. Because yeah, it, the don't... same side is always facing Earth, man. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> There is this, there is this, that's a huge conspiracy is that the moon is hollow um, and that there's like alien life living in it. It's more of a space station than a planet. No, no, it's not Um, not hollow. It is literally just a camera with a lens that is. Well, there's a reason, there's a reason that people think it's hollow. And that was because uh, we like smashed something into it. I think it was an accident. Um, And the moon rang like a bell. Oh, really? For like hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like. How would we know that? Because you can detect, you oh, can you detect can detect the waves. Yeah, yeah. Um, so when that happened, everybody's like, "Oh, the, the moon is hollow," and it's like, "No, it's just not as dense as we thought it was," which makes sense. You know, it's just something that smashed into Earth like billion years ago, right? <laughs> like, it's it doesn't have to be as solid as Earth. You know, I don't even know if the moon has a core like Earth does. I, I suspect it doesn't. Like, probably the moon not. Doesn't doesn't turn you know there's no atmosphere there's uh, like i don't well, know I, I don't know it does turn no what do you mean the moon doesn't turn the, it does it has no the, no, the it doesn't same ha- like, side of the moon is constantly facing earth so it has to turn yeah that's what i'm saying it doesn't have a doesn't have a rotation it it orbits but it doesn't have a you know how we have days the earth spins it, it, it has to rotate to do that is what i'm saying Mm-mm. For for Mm-mm. if if this is the moon, and this Cedra is the or sorry if this is Earth and this is the moon and this is uh-huh. the side facing Earth the the nose, if it yeah, if yeah. it didn't rotate, it would not always face the same way. It has uh, to rotate in order for the side to always face the same way. Yeah, no, that's not that's not how it works. Because it's orbiting, it's orbiting the planet, but the planet, it's always facing the planet. I don't think, I don't think, I, I understand what you're Literally, saying, does but the that's, moon spin that's on not axis. how it works. Yes. NASA.gov. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me that the Earth, the moon spins perfectly on its yes. axis, so the same side is always yes, facing the planet? that is how the moon works. That's what, that is ridiculous. That's why I was saying, oh, conspiracy theory time, it's actually a fucking camera because the same side is always facing earth so it can always watch us 
So, uh, okay. The time right. it takes for the Earth to rotate once on its axis is equal to the time it takes for the moon to orbit around the Earth. It is the exact same amount of time. That's fucked so up. So, it That's does weird. rotate, and it is always the same side facing Earth. That's why you have the dark side of the moon. It's because we never actually see that side. Like when something says it's called translation movement. Yeah, but why is it like that? That doesn't make any sense. It must have something to do with the gravity of the Earth. I'm, I'm sure. That, like, pulls it, you know, so it's always facing the same direction. You know what I mean? It's something like that. I don't fucking know. Uh, but, uh, guys, the, the moon is not hollow. The moon is not an alien space station. Okay? Don't don't buy into that. Don't go watch that new movie about this but shit. But it it's does dumb. rotate. It's, <laughs> this, this, yeah but it does rotate this is the the the, the moon being hollow it, you're you're one step into QAnon territory if you start fucking playing around with that um but yeah so okay uh what what were we looking at before ah yes 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 here we go here's the fun stuff right so so the thing about aliens and disclosure and all of this all this good crap is um it flies in the face of religion specifically the uh the judeo-christian religions right right because god uh, god created man god created man tyler god did not create aliens there's no talk about aliens well Let's talk about angels and demons hold on there's no talk about on. aliens just because it's okay, not in okay. the bible doesn't mean that he didn't do it right i mean i mean sure the bible, but that, like just because part one the aliens part two you know what i mean <laughs> Actually, sorry. I guess. The Old Testament, part one. The Bible, part two. The Aliens, part three. Well, the part three would be the Quran, and then Aliens would be part four. Sure. Yeah, like, like, like Twilight, you know? <laughs> Breaking Dawn. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, um, but it's still, like, you know... Again, like when you have that, when you have that fundamental Christianity, you are dealing with the idea that like, you know, you're dealing with the, the idea that earth belongs to man, man can do whatever they want with the earth that, you know, like, because this is our, because this is our land, like God will always protect it. You know, the sun's never going to blow up. Like, you know, we're never going to have a major catastrophe that wipes humanity off the face of it. You know, we can, all the natural resources are here for us to burn like that. Like all those arguments are, are used. Um, I mean, obviously in the more crazy Christian circles, but like, there's a lot of those in the United States. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's very common. Um, and the hardcore Christian ideas is that like, it's on the seventh day, God created man, right? That was right. a deal. Yeah. Or he rested on the sixth day, he created man. Then the seventh day he rested, sure. something like that. So one, he, on one of the days, man was created. Yeah. 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 Um, and you know, I, again, there's, there's the angels and the demons and man, that's all that's in the Bible. You know, we like no talk about space. I mean, remember what the Catholic, remember what the Catholic church did when, when people started talking like, you know, Galileo and shit were fucking around. Yeah. They were looking up the fucking stars and they're like, wait a minute. them at the stake. <laughs> yeah. Earth might not be the center of the universe. And uh, they were like fucking heretic, witch, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. pull his dick off, <laughs> pull his dick off and well, put yeah, it in his because butt. It, it was a, uh, you know, it was a, uh, attack on their power you know, as a very powerful entity yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Cause if the church is ever wrong, then it, it then it, it, you know, it fucking, uh, what's the word, uh, invalidates, it invalidates them, right. you know, if they're wrong about something. So, so now we, we're having this disclosure thing. It's very, very 
potential, like there's a high potential that this shit has been going on and the church is going to have to deal with it. Right. And the church's stance is that, you know, like again, the whole, you know, the earth is only 10,000 years old kind of shit. Right. You know, when, when we know for a fact that like, like way, way before humans were like doing shit. Like a long time before that, you know, like believe like, it or not, and, and humans were here before religion existed. <laughs> yeah, and and like you know, a lot. Of the, there's so many conspiracies about that too. They think that Jews, like, made fossils and buried them to like fuck up, like to make the Christians think that there's dinosaurs, dude. Dude, like all sorts of stuff, dude. And 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 like on the fucking. Uh, Oh, what is the day when uh, the rapture on the rapture? They were like, dude, got you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, God, man. So um, oh, I love that. So Fox News, Fox News has delivered us a delightful article on. Um, this is called uh, the uh, the Bible's explainer on UFOs. So I want to get to the I want to get to the good part. Obviously, Washington is getting serious about reports of unidentified flying objects, what the Pentagon now labels as UAPs um, or unidentified aerial phenomenons, because you know they just got to be cool like that. Um, are we really being visited by aliens, or is this just a bunch of hokum? What a what a Republican word, hokum. Wow. Uh, Talk about some something copio. about that sounds racist. Something about that sounds racist. Against Native Americans. Uh, it, it does. Hold on, how do you spell it? Yeah. H-O-K-U-M. Okay, Just so uh, we, 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 we talked about David Grush. Um, so, following the hearing, a group of lawmakers asked the House Speaker to form a committee to investigate the government programs involving UAPs. Very cool. All right, so um, historian Joe, Josephus wrote a mysterious spectacle that occurred over Israel in AD 70, um, or sorry, ACE uh, 70. Yeah. Is that how we're doing it now? Sorry. What? Or no, it's CE 70. Yeah. CE. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so this article is using AD, but anyway, chariots quote chariots and troops of soldiers in their armor were seen running about among the clouds wrote josephus there were numerous such events around the entire country as armed battalions hurtling through the clouds and quote with great noise causing quote quakes there were many other recorded events of unexplained uaps over the past millennia so this was yeah. this was a uh, sorry C-70. you said this is fox news right yes, yes. well that's why they're using bc and ad, AD. yeah because yeah. yeah. for those who uh, don't know bc before christ ad after death BCE uh-huh. is before current e is era, era, and then current yep. era. So yep. they can be more religious by using AD. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, Conservapedia. Uh, the whole reason Conservapedia uh, exists is because the guy who created it, his student, um, when he was a teacher, wrote BCE on one of his tests, and like oh it triggered God. him. So he was like, "Where did you? Where did you uh, learn about BCE?" Be, he was like, "Common era." He was yeah, like, "Whatever." He was like. He was like Wikipedia, <laughs> and the dude's like, "Time to make conservapedia." Conservapedia. Anyway, uh, more recently in America, after World War II, the number of UFO sightings spiked, and as a result, our government formed a number of task forces to investigate. Perhaps the best-known incident occurred in 1947 when Roswell Army Airfield personnel discovered debris from a quote flying disc. However, in 1994, a U.S. Air Force report concluded the debris was from a top-secret nuclear test surveillance balloon. Um, fascinated humanity. Uh, okay. So, um, 
I don't dismiss the possibility that we are being visited by aliens. Uh, I'm further quite aware that there are things my five senses can't understand, and they may be real like radio waves. For example, I believe there is a very real spiritual domain beyond our senses. You can call them aliens, angels, demons, or other. Uh, most religions address the spiritual reality. Certainly the Jews, Muslims, and Christians have rich histories with ample evidence of spiritual engagements. Jews and Christians will recall in 2 Kings 2.11 that Elijah went up into heaven like a whirlwind aboard a chariot pulled by horses of fire. Was that a UAP? Are the many references to angels in the Bible old wives' tales? Oh, this is getting spicy. Years ago, evangelist Billy Graham wrote a book, quote, Angels, God's Secret agents, unquote, in which he chronicled many firsthand accounts of angels interacting with humans. A search of Amazon's websites found many books testifying to the reality of angelic beings. Certainly, people of many faiths understand God's nemesis, Satan, is very real, and his army of demons are not to be dismissed. Jesus dealt with demons who understood his true identity and obeyed his command. He cast the demons, quote, my name is Legion, for we are many, unquote, into a herd of swine that subsequently rushed over a steep bank into the Sea of Galilee. That's uh, Mark 5, 1 through 13. Um, Today's satanic demonic army is very active. They manifest themselves through various practices such as divination, witchcraft, channeling, and wizardry. It's from Deuteronomy uh, 18, 10 through 12. They deceive, attack the human mind with the intent to control, and they leverage power to take captive people, especially the prominent. This is fucking metal. Uh, so. Some readers will dismiss the possibility of spiritual beings, angels, and demons struggling for control. However, many, us, many of us accept that there is much we don't understand. Whether aliens are probing Earth or are already among us is yet to be officially confirmed. What's not in doubt for many of us, Tyler, yep. is the spiritual battle between the forces of God and Satan, 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 which is intensifying. Which is intensifying. This is on Fox News. In fact, the challenges we face today, pandemics, natural disasters, out of control crime, wars, and more are likely influenced by the spirit world, which leading what which is, is leading us dude? to the prophetic end times and might manifest itself as a spike in UAP sightings. So you heard it here first, everybody. It's not aliens, it's demons. It's it's a demon. It's not it's, <laughs> so. it's because the world is full of sinners that aliens are coming. Yeah, uh, I would say I would say the next thing they're going to say is the rapture is around the corner when the grays come. Finally, dude. Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is, you don't hear a lot about angels raping people. You do get a lot of that with with the aliens. So yeah, I guess I guess what this uh, what this this fucking nut job is saying is that like yeah, you know, like if the aliens come, we could just say they're demons. So we're still right. It's a demon. I do dare declare it's a demon. Uh, so yeah, pretty dumb. Um, I can't believe, like, I, I, this just makes me want to become a journalist. This was, by the demons. way, this, by the way, is an opinion piece by Lieutenant Colonel Robert McGinnis. What is happening, dude? What is happening? What is that? Lieutenant Why? Colonel Robert McGinnis. Uh, Robert McGinnis is a retired U.S. Army office, uh, is a retired U.S. Army office and the author of nine books. The most recent is Kings of the East, China's plan to eliminate America oh in post-communist world order. This guy is the best. Wow. <laughs> he is so melted. Oh my God, dude. Oh my God. Okay. All right. So, yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's fun. fun. Tyler, we got, yeah. 
We got two more things. Yeah. We got two more things. We'll start we'll start with a crazy one. Oh, so one. it's it's not anime and, then, and video games? <laughs> not yet, not yet. Uh we got we got two more we two more articles I wanted to go over. Um so uh, we have what happened to our uh, uh, Oh, there we go. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah, we're on we're on True Crime Daily. Um so 13-year-old accused of fatally shooting a woman who confronted him about her stolen car. Um, Albuquerque, New Mexico, a teenager turned himself in after allegedly shooting and killing a 23-year-old woman who approached him about her stolen vehicle. This is nuts. The Albuquerque Police Department responded to a report of a shooting at the Smith's gas station near Central Avenue and Coors Boulevard Southwest on Monday, July 31st, shortly before 9 p.m., and found Sidney Wilson deceased from an apparent gunshot wound. Witnesses informed police that someone stole Wilson's white Hyundai, and she was trying to track the vehicle using a GPS phone app while she was searching for her vehicle several teenagers reportedly drove around in the stolen hyundai on the evening of july 31st and stopped by a walgreens to steal alcohol according to police wilson was able to track the stolen hyundai and while she was on the phone with a friend she said she was going to confront the occupants inside the stolen vehicle as wilson was exiting the car she was driving to approach the teenagers the hyundai hit a black mustang in front of her and then crashed into a curb 13 year old marcos barella 13-year-old Marcos Brilla, who's sitting in the left rear passenger seat of the stolen vehicle, reportedly left the car and walked away from the accident. Wilson then approached the Hyundai to speak with the teenagers, and Barella allegedly pulled out a firearm from his waistband and fired two to three shots at the white vehicle, hitting Wilson at least Jesus once Christ. and killing her. What the On fuck? August 2nd, police and Barella... Dude, meth is one a hell of a drug, dude. New fuck? Mexico, man. That's, dude, New Mexico. See you, Bronte. 13. Later, Bronte. 13, dude. 13 years old. This kid fucking stole a car with his friends, drove around, stopped by a Walgreens to try and steal booze, crashed the car, got out, and fucking shot some lady. 13. That's too much, man. Too much Prozac, dude. Yeah. This kid's on too much, <laughs> on too much Prozac. Tyler, did you know that the water in Texas is like highly poisoned by Prozac? No, but I mean, yeah, it seems like everything there, in Texas is poisoned somehow. So there are so many people on Prozac in Texas that it is uh, like saturated the water supply. Wow! Because you can't you can't get the Prozac out of people's piss. Wow! Because like you know, a lot of water is is recycled wastewater. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so it like so. There's just a ton of Prozac in the water supply. <laughs> well. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised, and I live there. Yeah. Keep drinking it, dude. How Keep drinking it. It'll help you out. Prozac. Uh, Prozac is in Texas water. Fish on good. Prozac. Wait, what's it? What, what we got? Antidepressants end up in fish after flowing from sewer to stream. Fish in Texas are absorbing <laughs> antidepressant drugs from wastewater, according to a new study. Chemicals can apparently alter brain activity in the fish, but a general sense of well-being yeah. isn't likely to pay off, the researchers say. <laughs> Instead, yeah, the findings... The most chill fish. <laughs> it said the findings raised the depressing <laughs> possibility that such chemicals could disrupt the behavior of aquatic organisms and wreak havoc on ecosystems. Well, yeah. Organisms, yeah, dude. Organisms. So yeah, the fisher, mm-hmm. the fisher on anti or on uh, antidepressants now. Yep. So are the people. Yeah. Good. Good. I say. <laughs> the guardian. Let's have a happier Stay Texas. Stay calm, everyone. There's Prozac in the drinking water. 
That's a great title. Mm-hmm. It should mm-hmm. make us happy, but environmentalists are deeply alarmed. Prozac, the antidepressant drug, is being taken in such large quantities that it can now be found in Britain's drinking water. Oh, Britain yeah. too? Great. Great. Yeah, dude. Uh, you can't get rid of that shit, man. You know? Yeah, no fucking Prozac kidding. piss in the water supply, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do? You know? That's, this that, looks like a case of hidden mass medication upon the unsuspecting public. It is alarming oh, that there go. is no monitoring of levels of Prozac and other pharmacy residuals in our drinking water. Chemtrails, dude. Chemtrails in the water, Ty. Yeah, dude. It's definitely not from pee-pee. Yeah, dude. It's definitely not from pee-pee. It's making the freaking <laughs> frogs happy. <laughs> it's, making, it's making the frogs less stressed out, Blissed dude. out fish on Prozac. <laughs> this is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't want to do the studies on people, but uh, okay. One last story, again, from True Crime Daily. 87-year-old main woman fights Sorry, off... Just one more one more title. Shrimp on Prozac okay. are none too cheerful. Okay, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, I can't imagine breathing Prozac is, is very no, good for you. No, it can't be. Know. Somebody go free base uh, Prozac. Let us know how it goes, yeah. Bonsai Pop Team. Bonsai Pop Team at uh, gmail.com. Um, okay, so 87-year-old main woman fights off teen intruder, then gives him snacks. What? Uh, what? Yeah. Brunswick, Maine, an 87-year-old woman who woke up to a teen standing over her bed and threatening her, fought him off, and then gave him snacks. On July 26 at 1025 a.m., Brunswick Police Department officers responded to a home on Beverly Drive after receiving a call from a woman who reported a man entered her room while she was asleep. The woman awoke to the suspect, a teenager, standing over her. Terrifying. Yeah, that is terrifying. Brunswick Police... And the teen uh, said the teen threatened to kill her with a knife he brought to the house. The knife, however, was reportedly not on his person and instead in another room with some of his other items. He then pushed the female and ran out of the house, leaving behind his shoes. Hmm. Okay. Police began investigating and had a juvenile suspect in mind. Officers went to his home and said he matched the description given by the victim. An officer and his canine located the teen nearby and arrested him on charges of burglary, burglary, criminal trespassing, and assault. He was booked into the Long Creek Youth Development Center and not publicly identified because he is a juvenile. Uh, the victim, Marjorie Perkins, told WQRF-TV the man was inside her home around 2 a.m., dude, and took off his pants before threatening her. What the fuck? Stop stop doing meth kids <laughs> stop I, it's not I, good like, this is an insane story but where are the snacks i think we're getting into it uh she said she wanted to fight back if the suspect attacked her saying i thought to myself is if he's going to cut then i'm going to kick the two got into a physical altercation and he allegedly hit her in the head and cheek then he went to her kitchen the suspect reportedly told perkins he was awfully hungry so she gave him a box of crackers two protein drinks and two tangerines <laughs> WQRF reports the suspect left numerous personal items behind, including shoes, a shirt, a knife, and a water bottle with alcohol. So that, this that kid, kid must was have been, on something. That kid must have been so fucked up. Yeah, for real. He's like, I'm just gonna take off my pants. <laughs> like, what are you doing in my house? You know, <laughs> what are you doing in my bed, old lady? What are you doing? Like, fuck. Uh, I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it's time for the most important question of the day, Tyler. How was your anime 
week. Thank you for waking me up. How was it? Uh, you know, it was pretty good. Uh, I, I decided I wanted to catch up on Jujutsu Kaisen, so I started doing that. And uh, as soon as I started it, I was like, wait, what the fuck is happening? I have no fucking clue yep. what's going on. Uh, the main characters aren't here. Did I forget what happened at the end of last season? I went back to check the end of last season. It's just, it's, it's a prequel arc about Gojo, basically. Oh, okay. You know? Interesting. Uh, which I assume is also in the manga. I haven't read the manga, but. I don't remember. I'm pretty sure it's a, uh, I'm pretty sure that it's a manga arc as well. So, like, the, the main characters whose name I can't even fucking remember is, like, uh, Itadori, Yuji? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Itadori, and then the girl, and uh, Megumin, I think, is uh, the other one. Or Megumi? I don't know. Megumini? Megumi? Something like Megumi? that. Megumi? Megumi? It might be that. Uh, yeah, Megumin is a joke name uh, from Konosuba. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, none of them are there. It's just Gojo doing shit, so it's it's definitely a prequel thing. I had to look it up to be sure, though. Uh, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's still fun to watch. It's very interesting. You know, it, it, it felt very fucking lighthearted at first, and then shit gets real pretty fucking quickly. Uh, yeah. And suddenly you're yeah. like, oh, 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 shit. And, like, people start dying and, and shit, and you're like, wow, all right. So I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm hoping that it won't be the entire season, but we'll see. It's not. It's this is this is going to be the Shibuya incident. So uh, cynical says it's in the manga right before the Shibuya. Oh, yeah, this this season is going to be the Shibuya incident, which is fucking crazy. It's going to be nuts. Um, I'm excited to watch it as it as it when it's done. Oh, that's because so, that's how I yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna wait until it's completely done. Yeah, but I've already read it, so like so you know what's gonna happen. I already know what's going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's gonna be fucking sick, dude. That's probably still one of the like one of if not the best arcs in the mm. series. But but I definitely yeah, really am good. having fun with it. I like it. Um, I think it's a new director this year. I'm not positive, but I'm pretty sure. Hey, it's somebody, I think I think uh, what's his face talked about that. Um, fucking uh, Garnt. Oh, did he? Talked about it being a new director. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the animation is a little bit different. So, yeah, it, I think the shot composition is different. It's definitely too. a little different, um, but it still feels really good, uh, which is great. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just excited to see what happens with it moving forward. Um, and I haven't really started it yet, but I have a feeling that I will have some of it because uh, Grant has decided that he wants to watch the ori- original. Uh, fuck, what's it called? Speed Racer. So <laughs> why? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> why? <laughs> so he's still not he's still not smoking pot right no he is oh 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 okay all right that's why he made it he made it a year uh and and decided i'm good so it's gonna it's gonna fucking wreck it like it's the only way to enjoy that show and i don't even think he would still enjoy it it's so bad he's getting high he's watching speed racer so I'll, i'll end up watching some of that i watched the the opening with him and it's Ooh man, does it scream sixties and seventies? You know, like are you are you are you watching it in English? Yeah, yeah. He wants to watch the oh, dub. Oh, okay. Oh my god, dude. Hey, everybody, watch out! It's me, Speed Racer. Oh my god! Oh no! Like, it's just well, because <laughs> I asked him because he, he was opening up Funimation. I was like, "What? Why are you opening up Funimation? You don't watch anything on Funimation." He's like, "I want to watch the original Speed Racer." And I was like, "Oh, okay." 
uh, are you going to watch it subbed or dubbed? And he's like, does it have a sub? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, of course. It was like one of the first anime we got over here. Was it an anime? And I'm like, yeah, dude. (laughs) So that kind of gives you an idea of where he's at. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, Mondo says it was cool when I was 10. Yeah, because this show is literally crack, dude. Like, like for a kid, it's like, oh my God, you know, it is, it's like Speed Racer in every, you know, in every facet of itself. Like, like it's, the show goes by like 8,000 miles per hour. They talk at the speed of light. Like, you know, it was like one of those things where they really tried to match. Dude, even worse, man. Speed Racer is rough, especially the uh, the English version of Speed Racer. It is rough. But yeah, so but, I'll probably have some things to say about that in the near future. <laughs> yeah, cool. I don't think there's like arcs. You know, I think it. Well, okay. So I don't really know because I only watched it when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. But like, I think it was just like an episode by episode thing. I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. Um, go go Speed Racer. Yeah. But yeah, that'll be that'll be yeah fun. that'll be fun to watch. Um. I think that's that's the majority of what I've done. Um, we we talked about that. Uh, I, I told you, but I haven't told everybody else that I did watch Oppenheimer and the Barbie movie, which are not anime, oh, yeah, but yeah, they yeah. are media. Um, <laughs> so it, you did the you did the whole Barbenheimer experience. I didn't experience, do it right? in the same day. I did one one day and one oh. the next day. Uh, mm. I don't think I would have wanted to do that. It, I mean, it, it's like fucking five plus hours or something of movie. And Oppenheimer is not, like, what I would call an easy watch, you know? So I, I, I'm i glad yeah. that we didn't do it back-to-back. Uh, yeah. But I, I thought Oppenheimer was just okay. Uh, yeah. You know, like, a 5 or a 6 out of 10. And I thought Barbie was, like, an 8 out of 10. So, yeah, it's pretty okay. good. And all, honestly, YMS thought, the, like, the exact same thing. He gave Oppenheimer, like, a 6 and Barbie, like, a 7. So, huh. yeah. Even he was like, yeah, Barbie's better. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's because, you know, like Oppenheimer, like why was Oppenheimer made? Why do they make that movie? You know, like, like think about like, think like get in the head of the people, the person who was like, all right, we're going to make a movie about Oppenheimer. Like, what was the point? You know, what was there? Because obviously there's an agenda with a movie like that. Um, I don't know exactly what it is. Obviously the main thing that we've seen out of it is like, you know, more like I'm actually bros talking about the atomic bomb, you know, like was this a, was this like a pro Patriot kind of fucking bullshit thing? Uh, I don't know. It's It's hard to say, but I think the, I I mean, it's weird because like, you know, the show itself or the show, the fucking movie uh, is pretty nuanced in it. It's not what I would call patriotic. You right. know, like it, it really does like it, it shows the moral quandaries of it. And then like, you know, th- there are scientists who are taken off the team because of it. And like, you know, the there's others that stay on because they have a job to do for their country. And then once it's done, they all just basically get dropped, you know, and the government's like, we'll take over from here, boys. And they're like, what? So you're just using what we did without our input at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Did it did it show what happened to Oppenheimer after? Yeah, well, it depends yeah. on what you mean exactly. He was he he got like corralled for being a communist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The, and like, it yeah, shows okay, all yeah. of that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. So fucking so yeah, the, the, American. The so true. Goes or the show goes um, from before he ever starts the atomic bomb, like his right. like original stuff, all the way to to that stuff where he basically gets thrown under the bus later on. 
Okay. Yeah. Did they show him being like a major douchebag? Because that was like that's like a whole aspect of his personality um, that he was just like a, he was just a butt nugget because he like knew he was smarter than everybody. Yeah. You know? I, so I like if say... you were trying to talk to him, he'd just be like, yeah, 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 until you stopped and then you just walk away. Uh, he definitely <laughs> didn't do that. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, right. I, I, yeah. I think that they painted him in a much uh, better light than. Okay. Most. Like I, I, he, he was definitely a womanizer in it. You know, he definitely had problems, but it was more of like, here's a troubled man than here's an asshole. Mm-hmm, I would say, mm-hmm. yeah, Oppenheimer fucks, dude. Yeah. <laughs> did they? Did, was there? Was there Oppenheimer dick in the movie? I don't think there was Oppenheimer dick. I don't think so. No. Oh, come on, man. Come on. How are you gonna? How are you gonna not have full frontal Oppenheimer dick in the movie? Uh, uh, JM says, if I had the time, I would edit the bomb scene in Barefoot again, and the moment the plane appears, Team America's America, fuck yeah, fades in, and plays the whole scene, plays out. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Dongenheimer, Dongenheimer, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Dongenheimer. Yeah, I have, I have there, no interest in seeing either of those movies. I will say that there are boobs. Uh, okay, yeah, I heard that. Uh, I heard that Oppenheimer didn't even pass the. Uh, what the fuck is it called? That that test. Um, where like oh, the the w- two women yeah. have a conversation yeah. that wasn't about <laughs> to be fair there's very fucking few women in the entire thing um which is dumb because there was a lot of female scientists that worked on that project yeah i don't think that there was a single woman scientist in it i could be wrong but i don't think so there, there might have been one um there was so there was like a whole bunch of families like well, yeah, again yeah, like yeah. the, so the that's, whole that's true like you know they made yeah. uh where was it? Los the little town. Yeah, yeah. Los Alamos. Los Alamos. Right? Yeah. No. So, yeah, so I they make so. that town. They bring the families in. So that all happens. But I think of like mm-hmm. the actual people that are working on the project, at least the people that you like meet, it's predominantly men. Um, okay. Yeah. So yeah, then, then that's the funny thing that like everybody thinks like the atomic pro like the Manhattan Project was like this big secret, but it was like the people around Los Alamos they were like, yeah, we know something's going well, on. Yeah, like you it's know, like obvious. it's obvious. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so do they talk about like, do they talk about like all the ins and outs? Like, do they talk about like heavy water yeah. and like graphite and like all that they stuff? Talk about heavy okay, water that's interesting. Sure. Uh, I don't remember graphite, but uh, but but, yeah, but was, it, it has a lot of stuff in there for sure. Yeah, um, yeah, I, th- I think graphite was like a better solution than heavy water, yeah, or something I, like I that. I don't remember graphite they even talk about like h-bombs in there because one of the the scientists that was on the project had the idea for the h-bomb okay um so like that that's in there too but like overall it's not my favorite movie ever it's not even my favorite christopher nolan movie ever uh like it, it it really is somewhat difficult to follow with the time period switching all over the place and the timeline not being perfectly straight um mm-hmm. and the Barbie movie was just way more fucking fun to watch. Yeah, that yeah. movie well, it was made for was super fun. It was made for entertainment. It, it is made for like honestly like people within our age demographic in general. I would say like I would say it's made for mm-hmm. adults more than anything else. Like it's PG thirteen for a Barbie me. movie. You know. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't surprise and, me. I mean that the movies seem to have had you know multiple agendas i I think Uh, they actually have a fuck in there but it's bleeped oh really because they get one you get one at pg-13 you know that's funny 
Interesting. Uh, so that was very fun. I would happily go see that movie again. Okay. Well, you're here first. Barbie is better than Oppenheimer yeah. from, from Tyler Reviews. And uh, I think All it's, right. uh, what is it? Greta, what, who the fuck's the director for Barbie? I don't Barbie know. director. It's a woman, uh, Greta Gerwig. She is now the first okay. woman director to ever have a billion plus movie. Go for yeah. her. There you go. Congratulations. It, it wasn't there. Wasn't there like a male nominated uh, for like an Oscar out of that movie though, or something like that? Uh, I'm pretty sure like one of the male roles. Got I mean, nominated it wouldn't for an surprise Oscar. me at all if Ryan Gosling got nominated for his role as Kevin. <laughs> really? Yeah. He was phenomenal. Interesting. Hmm. Uh, like uh, of everybody in that, I think he stole the show. Yeah, really? he was. Was Ryan Gosling in the Notebook? I don't know. Okay, I feel like he was. I feel like that was Ryan but Gosling. I might be wrong. I don't. I don't remember. He is fucking hilarious in that, and it's in in like basically anytime he's on scene, it's fucking hilarious. Huh? Yeah, he was in the Notebook. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, fuck that movie. <laughs> I never want to watch that goddamn movie again. Thank, thank, <laughs> thankfully, Devin doesn't like that movie. But man, dating in the dating in the mid been two thousands was awful. It's rough. It's awful, and all these kids wanted to come back. Don't 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 have it come back. Anyway, all right, Tyler. What about video games? What, what you got going on in your video game life? Uh, so I'm playing Remnant Two. I played with uh, my friend Bauer mm-hmm. last night for a little bit. Uh, yeah. That game's just fucking. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful fucking game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has one of the coolest boss fights I've ever had. It, it is a labyrinth maze boss fight where the maze, like, did you ever, you, you've played Mario 64, right? Right? <laughs> right? Come right? On. You played through the game? Yeah. So, you know, Shifting Sand yes. Land? Yeah. And the, there's like that, the platform in like the Shifting Sands that has the boxes that are rolling over it. And they have the one space that you can stand inside of them as they roll over you. That's a boss fight. Oh, I think I've seen that. Um, I think I saw that somewhere on the internet. It's fucking cool. It's really fun. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I've been having a blast with that game. It's hard. It's really interesting and and beautiful and uh, like not everybody starts in the same place. Like it's not a linear game for everybody. So like when I was playing with Bauer, mm-hmm. he's on like world four or five or something like that. I was on like world two, and he's like. Wait, how are you already at this world? Because he jumped into my game. I was like, this is just where okay. I ended up. And he's like, that's crazy. Because I got here like hours in, you know? Weird. Yeah. Uh, so, so is it like a roguelike thing? No, Like when it's you not. died, you have to like start it's a new campaign? It's not a roguelike at all. Interesting. Huh. It, it, it is well, a good. Dark Souls-like game. It's Weird. super fun. I cannot recommend it enough for people who like that experience. Like the the experience of, of like overcoming obstacles and fighting really hard bosses and that sort of stuff. It's awesome. And dying and dying and dying and dying. And dying, and dying, and and dying. Yeah. And dying a lot. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and like learning like enemy patterns and how to get through them. And, and, uh, but you gotta be pretty good at aiming. It's a, it's a gun game, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you using mouse and keyboard? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it sounds fun. It's very like, fun. It sounds like something I, I would, I would I, No, that's play. why I'm like, we should stream it. You would have fun playing it, and we would have a lot of fun playing it together. Uh, and yeah, we could even have one more person play with us, because you can have up to, like, a fire squad of three. That's interesting. I, that's interesting. It's three instead of four. You know what I, I mean? I like, I feel it. I understand why, because, like, Bauer and I got wrecked during a couple boss fights that we did, and I think the reason mm-hmm. that it's three 
is because if one person goes down, one person, somebody else can draw aggro while the other person can uh, help recover the other guy, you know? Okay. If you have yeah. four, that becomes too easy, I think. Right, yeah. You have so, to, yeah. Ha- because with two, it was fucking impossible. If somebody goes down, you're not getting them back up. But with three, right. one person could draw aggro while the other person heals the, the downed person. And with four, I think you just have too many people that could heal, so it becomes too easy. Okay, yeah, I think that's huh. why. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to check it out. I mean, Dude, just check out the uh, the Iron Pineapple video of it. Yeah, yeah, I like watching his yeah. stuff anyway. It, yeah. You know, you don't have, have to, to watch the whole thing, but like it'll give you a sense of the game, and I think you'll be interested in it for sure. Yeah. Um. So on my end, I've been playing Street Fighter Six. Yeah, big surprise. Every single day. Yeah. Uh. Let me see. I mean, the game came out like um when did it when did it drop a month ago something like yeah it was a, it was a month ago for for the full game but i don't remember exactly what the date was um we'll have to see if i can go back june june um june 5th looks like uh june 3rd june 2nd yeah june 2nd um was when it came out i have put 220 hours in it uh, so wow. yeah, shit, yeah, dude. I've been like really, that's an yeah, I've been like really, amount. yeah, I've been re- like really, 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 uh, working on it. Like it's been great having, um, one of our patrons, uh, croc is, uh, or zoo is, um, like an old school, uh, FGC guy. Mm-hmm. So he's been like coaching me through it and I've been like learning all the ins and outs and like, I don't know, man, fighting games, like it's like a next level thing. Uh, it really like. There, there are like matches that you come out of or go into and like your fucking like brain just fries because there's so many things you got to remember. You got to remember your combos. You got to remember like, you know, uh, what moves, you know, what moves leave you plus on block. Like, you know, what's safe when it's your turn. You got to keep an eye on your health. You got to keep an eye on your drive gauge. You got to keep an eye on your fucking special meter. You got to, you know, think about using uh, drive rush, drive rush combos. You got to think about drive impact, you know, keep your finger like your pinky finger on the right buttons all the time i play with the stick um i also modded my stick for the first yeah, time so i put new art in it yeah i put new buttons on it put a new ball top on it um it's you it know really it, cool. it's a little bit of an amateur job oh thanks yeah i mean it doesn't look as good in person um but you know if i you learned some things it, doing check it. out the uh check out our threads check us out on threads yeah yeah, yeah. um but At yeah it is uh, cynical says pop, it's like i assume is how you look it up Yep, on threads. Uh, Cynical says it's like a whole other language. Yeah, yeah Cynical, also the the dude who's editing um, the podcast now, also plays um, and just came home from Evo, right, I believe? So, yeah, so um, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Like, you know, basically, like, uh, it's weird. It's, it's difficult for me because, like, I still feel frustrated for sure. You know, I, I keep getting... Um, I keep getting beat down here and there quite a bit. Yeah, but I watched I'm also the like playing today, uh, like while while I was waiting for you to get ready for the podcast. And it, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you've definitely gotten better. Like you, you seem pretty good. It's just some people still get you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and that's that's always gonna happen, you know. Like you're you, sometimes you just you drop your combos, you know. Like uh, you go in for it, and the button just doesn't come out. Yeah, you know that like, happens all the time. You, you were fighting um, Ryu right at the very end there. It felt like you were way fucking mm-hmm. better than that guy. <laughs> 
Yeah. And that's the thing too, is like, you know, it's, it's, it's weird, right? Because I started from nothing. Like I played a little bit of street fighter five, um, but not like competitively or anything like that. Um, but for this, you know, like one of the things that, uh, croc has been saying, he's like, he's like a month ago, you literally had no fucking idea what you were doing at all. Right. And he's like the improvement that you've shown in a month is like staggering. Um, so that makes me feel really well, good. I mean, if you, you know, playing it as though you've been working like doing a job it makes a lot of sense yeah. you know yeah 200 yeah. Well, hours wanna, in a month is insane yeah well it's, it's a little over a month a month and a month and five days but Still yeah low. i want to you know i've been stream i'm streaming it every day so guys if you like the podcast come and hang out with me while i play the fucking game i stream it every day every morning um usually somewhere between like uh from seven from uh starting at seven or nine and then uh I go for like, you know, sometimes five hours, sometimes seven hours. It depends. Uh, but yeah, like I'm really, really putting the work into it. And then uh, the other thing we did is we all watched Evo together. Mm -hmm. um, we watched the Mortal Kombat 11 finals, which were uh, pretty nuts. I mean, they were they were a little bit frustrating. I, I don't know how much uh, Mortal Kombat knowledge you have. Ty, uh, I but, played um, 11. I played through the campaign. Oh, Okay, yeah. So, do you play the DLC after? I don't think so. With Fujin? Because uh, so I, like, I had it on, like, Game Pass or whatever, so I just got, like, whatever they gave me. Okay, yeah. So, the the, the standard story stops with Liu Kang. Um, spoilers, I guess, if, it, if you fucking... That game's so old now. Um, the story stops... The original one stops with Liu Kang uh, getting in control of the hourglass. Right. right? Uh, but then the DLC... Um, you got to get the crown, uh, so he so Liu Kang can like fully control it, and then Fujin, Fujin, Shang Tsung, and uh, Night Wolf kind of go on a journey to like pick up the crown, and like it's really cool. But Fujin um, apparently is like a super goaded character, and like so much of the finals top six of Mortal Kombat Eleven was like Fujin versus Fujin, and in fact the last, the last grand finals match was Fujin versus Fujin, and um, USA took a home. Is, wow. uh, I can't remember the name of the kid, the kid who won, but he was uh, he was great. That's crazy um, that like ninja Fujin's yeah. so good that like you don't even counter pick him, you know? Yeah, yeah, it ninja killer, ninja killer, dude. Yeah, upset. It was great. Like he was he was so happy. Everybody was happy for him. And then um, last night, Sunday was um, Street Fighter six or Street Fighter six <laughs> top six. So this is the first time Street Fighter six been at Evo, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I mean, cause obviously it, it came out. out like a fucking yeah. month ago. Yeah. So like, dude, I mean the level of play that people are at already, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like these are dudes who've been playing street fighter for fucking ever, but, uh, there were three people in the top six in particular that were, um, pretty nuts. So there was angry bird, there was Mena and there was punk and, uh, Mena is from the Dominican Republic. Uh, angry bird is from Jordan. Um, but he changed it to the United Arab Emirates um, for the finals. I don't know why, but he's from Jordan and um, Punk is from the United States. And uh, the whole, you know, we watched we watched Mena the night before in the top 24. Uh, there was like two or three 20, top 24 brackets. We watched Mena's um, and he was just like he was killing it, dude. He was like steamrolling people like nuts. Oh, really? You know, wow. and this guy is well, he won two Capcom Cups, uh, uh, which well, is okay. very difficult to do. You have to you have to get into all these qualifiers and you have to win the qualifiers and then it, like it is like you know a battle dude like watching watching these people go it's like fucking insane dude Evo was so nuts um 
but yeah, so the it, it came down to uh, Punk, Mena, and then Angry Bird. So like, you know, we were all like kind of looking at Angry Bird and being like, "Fuck this guy!" He like he you know he's he's sponsored by Under Armour and TikTok, and he's like mm-hmm. he looks like a real tough dude, and he's got like a military haircut and okay. like you know his he he looked like a villain. You know what I mean? Yeah, he yeah. looks like the villain, and 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 Punk and uh, Punk was playing Cami. Uh, Mena plays uh blanca and luke and fucking angry bird plays ken right and everybody fucking hates ken unless they play ken ken's so annoying (laughs) um so you know it it just like it it was really intense um and punk and mena ended up going against each other in the losers bracket to see who was going to go to the grand finals out of the losers bracket and you know everybody was rooting for punk 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 had done great like he was undefeated up until that point and um yeah, well, he and then, must have been defeated you know, once, right? He was in the losers bracket. Well, he lo- yeah, he lost against Angry Bird. Ah, okay. Yeah, so we were like, we were like, oh fuck, like Angry Bird fucking beat him, dude. Like we didn't see it coming, right? Because like Punk and Punk and Meta can do like crazy shit. Yeah, you're watching me, like how the fuck are you pulling this stuff off? And then uh, Meta, like Meta's cool, dude. Like Meta's this big, you know, rotund Dominican dude with like this bit like curly ass mohawk, and he came out with a with a one piece fucking white beard jacket <laughs> dude like the full admiral jacket with one beard on the back or white beard on the back and came out and he, fi- he turned his back to the crowd and he gives him you know the thumbs and shit mm-hmm. and like he was he's a great showman um and he beat punk he beat punk with uh luke i think or maybe it was blanca i think he beat him with blanca and then it got to the grand finals meta versus um angry bird and everybody thought that Mena was just going to roll him down because Mena's so aggressive and Angry Bird just played like absolute fundamentals. You know, he shut down the aggression. He blocked in all the right places. He punished in all the right places and he took Mena, dude. He just, he fucking won. And, uh, and then like the whole facade broke, you know, this whole like villain, like exterior, like, you know, this whole like, like he's got fucking arms yeah, yeah. and shit, dude. Like he looks like he looks like a douche, mm-hmm. you know, like, but it, like and then it just broke down. And he just became a person. He started crying, you know, like he was just like he was just like just like couldn't fucking believe it. Yeah. The minute it the minute he won, like, I think everybody was like, oh, fuck shit, wow. dude. Like he, he was just he just had the ge- he had the game face on. That's what yeah. it was. You know, he, it was the no bullshit. Like I need to absolutely fucking focus, yeah, focus. this entire time. Focus. I, yes, the absolute most intense circuit, uh, fucking focus. Like, and he, you know, he started crying. Um, you know, he like men like hugged him, like said stuff in his ear. I don't know what, I, I wish I knew what men was saying to him, but, uh, you know, then he gets down on his hands and knees. He, he does the, he does the like kind of hail to a law thing and then just like, fu- you know, fuck yeah, like a fucking one, you know, and then he, fr- he almost walked away without his trophy, dude. <laughs> like, he, you know, it was crazy. Like he was, it was so emotional. Like I think everybody got a little teary eyed for him. Um, Cynical says I couldn't make it to the arena because the tickets were sold out. Yeah, it was in, a, it was in like a stadium. Yeah. yeah, it was fucking Somebody nuts, man. It was it. It's massive. Yeah. It was a great Evo, dude. Just like, just doing like my bare commentary on it, um, on stream. Like I was getting stressed out, dude. I was getting tired. I, you know what I mean? I wasn't even playing. Like it was so fucking, it was intense. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's an endurance thing too. Those tournaments, you know, 7,000 entrants in the street fighter six 
tournament. That's why it's in these the guys session. made it from seven thousand to number one. Yeah. Like fucking nuts, bro. And uh, cynical again, um, editor made it to top one twenty eight in Guilty Gear. Fuck so. Yeah. Congratulations. I think you made it higher the the year before, right? Didn't you get into top 60-something before? 96. 96. Top 96. Yeah. Hell yeah. Bennett almost had it, dude. Yeah. Like, it was it was a, it was a, it was a tough battle, but it was definitely well worth watching. I, I recommend going and check it out. Or you can go on to our stream and uh, watch me watch it and talk about, the, talk about it and stuff like that. So, yeah. You got anything else, Ty? I'm good. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to the Bonsai Podcast. If you want to support the show, you can check us out on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Pop. You can use our code BPOP for gamer subs, 10% off. Check us out on threads. We are off Twitter, dude. Twitter's no longer a thing. Uh, The podcast will still um, tweet out by itself because I don't know how to turn it off. So that will (laughs) probably be like... (laughs) You know, over the months, if you if you look back on the if you look back on our tweets, just gonna turn like, it off? new podcast, new podcast. I don't fucking know. I mean, I would like to because I don't want to tweet anymore. Uh, I don't want to X anymore, bro. Um, yeah, but yeah, um, you know, look us up, watch our YouTube videos. Uh, you know, follow us on everything, and uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be cool. It'll be a good time. It'll be dope. Thank you, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.